That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. Ding, ding. Not even close. Ah, oh, damn it. As always, I am your host, the Commodore. <laughs> ding, dong. There you go. And with me, as always, is the never on time with the the uh, the ship's bell, Mr. Rue. Rue, how are you doing today? I'm good. And I got a question for you. Okay. And for everyone in the world... I, I take Out questions there. sometimes during the Q and A part of the show, but no, go ahead. No, I I can I can scooch in on that because I got the the power. Okay. So mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Why is Bob Benson quickly becoming my favorite Mad Men character? You know, I, uh, okay. So, so I really do, I, I was going to tell you I really don't like this season. I really don't. Why do you but, suck so but, much? But the boy, the question you just asked made me smile. Because I really do like Bob Benson. <laughs> I know, I you know, like Bob Benson. And the entire chat is lost at this point. I know. So um, I really do like that Mr. character. Mailbag. I think it's great. Anyway, uh, we are going to talk about Mad Men. getting with tonight. Joan. Sorry, that excites but, me. Uh, I know, but the Joan thing is great. And he's just he's just got a good heart. And, I got you know. three words for you. Christina Hendricks. Yep. Whiskey. I see where you were going with that. Yes, you do. Um, so anyway, no, we are not actually anyway. going to talk about Mad Men tonight, although I guess we could if someone asked a question about it other than Rue. Uh, however, uh, welcome to our wonderful podcast where we are going to talk about – actually, we're not allowed to call it a podcast anymore. We're going to have to call it – It's just a stream, really. The Megacast. Oh, oh, I meant – yes, the Megacast. That's what I meant. The Mega – don't screw with – it's the Megacast. Sorry. And it's happening right now. If I had vocal effects, I'd hit the button and go, Mega Cast. <laughs> but I don't have vocal effects. Weenie in the butt. Weenie in the butt. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Weenie and the butt. Um, we won't I, do that. I so anyway, this is the Mega Cast about Star Trek. We're going to talk about Star Trek tonight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. More, there's, there's bigger news than that. Apparently, I'm a father now, according to Gen VG. Wow, that's interesting. I, I did not even know. So that's interesting. Hey, listen. We're all learning things anew here on the Echo Screen Live. That's what the show is all about. But we are going to indeed talk about Star Trek as one of our, as, as our that's, topic du jour. It's the, the topic of the day. Mm, I'll have that. Why would we be talking about Star Trek, Rue? Because we love it. Yeah, I think that's a good enough reason. Why not? Oh, yeah, and also there's like a huge mega movie coming out this weekend. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Anyway, we are going to talk about Star Trek because it, it is coming out tomorrow. And we're all very excited about it, but also because we love it. So that's both answers are pretty good. I, I think I like both of those. Uh, yes. In any case, we have three parts to the show. The first part of the show that you're going to experience is the T&B, as we call the tids and bits, if you will. Yes. Which really uh, focuses around some of the news items we think you should be aware of. Things that you should know around general geekery. And what do we think the people should know today? Nothing important. I, yeah, Second, I really didn't have we will much. go on to the topic du jour, as, as we have already dictated, as the Star Trek megacast. We will do lots mega of debate. We'll lots of talking. Yeah, there you go. Very good. We'll do lots of talking. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, approach a lot of the topics that have been argued since the dawn of man. And then we'll put that topic away and we'll go down to the third part of the show, which people tell me is their favorite part, which is the question and answer portion of the program, whereby... You all can ask me questions. You can ask Rue questions. You can ask us questions. Whatever you like to do, here's how you do that. All you got to do is look to the right uh, part of the screen in the chat room. You'll see at the top my name, Commodore128. All you got to do is click on it. You'll see it right 
there. Just click on my name, click PM. That's for that stands for private message, if you know what I mean. And basically write your question there because you I will consider all questions that come in via private message. I will consider them throughout the show because you don't have to wait to the QA section to actually ask your question. And we will pick the best, the the, the most elite of the elite, the cream of the crop to ask at the end of the show. Now we can move on to the tids and bits. What do you think the people should know? Root. I think the people should know where Sonic Rose is. Where is Sonic Rose? I don't know. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. Ah, she'll be alone, hopefully. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway. Yeah. Croesus misses 16-bit gems. That's what? an interesting question. Not really no a question. One, it's more no a statement. Miss, that's, yeah, no one, no one misses 16-bit gems. But I would like to say that the next video up on the YouTube channel will be 16-bit gems. Oh. Whoa. Even before the next, the next one of these babies. Rather brazen. I am rather brazen. I'm a brazen kind of guy with the T and B. With the D and B. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. I like, that's a that's a good that's a good little. There's a, that's a bit. That's not necessarily tid. That's a bit. So, so red mage basically puts forth the question that I uh, am curious about. What what happened this week? Because I really have no clue. Did so anything happen? Here's here's what's exciting in Commodore Land. Google I/O happened today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I've been is... looking for for a long, long time. You want to know why? Because oh, I don't have it in front of me right now. But my phone is not yet two years old and for the first time I feel like a phone that is under two years old is just old as hell uh, and I can't like that. take it anymore and I'm ready to get rid of it um, I do love it for other reasons but in any case I am ready to move on and I was hoping that Google today would provide me with some red meat something to really sink my teeth into for the future of how Android was coming to uh, phones over the next few months so that I could get one they didn't really do that. So they failed? Uh, Splendidly is what you're saying? Well, it's tough to say. So I happen to be in a carrier that is different than T-Mobile. You're and therefore, the the Galaxy S4 that they are releasing, releasing a Google edition for, that is an edition that comes with stock Google Android, comes from the factory with a bootloader that is unlocked, and comes with every single new version of Android. It is actually... Download it automatically and run on your phone. If that was coming to my carrier, I would be super excited right now and probably would go pre-order mine. Because it's not coming to my carrier, I'm going to have to wait to see what the competition bears out over the next month. Or, well, a couple months, or I guess, or so, to see what was going to happen. The big expectation was that there was going to be the X-Phone, which is Google's first stab at a Motorola-branded phone since they purchased Motorola Mobile. Didn't happen. Not happening. So the only piece of hardware they really announced was the Galaxy S4. Because let's face it, Samsung's just kicking the butt, all the butt, in terms of phone hardware nowadays. It's not kicking all the butt, but it certainly is. It's it's certainly kicking butt. butt. Come on, it's kicking all the butt. It's not kicking all the butt. Then what is, really? Don't say Apple. Don't you dare say Apple. I didn't didn't say they were kicking all. You you said all the butt. Apple is kicking butt. In terms of hardware? In terms of hardware, yes. In terms oh. of hardware, oh my god, have you seen an iPhone lately? It's like a, it's like a kid's toy. You got to use your yeah, hands. It's like a baby toy. Gonna, that's gonna happen. I, I totally, I totally agree with you. By the way, I'm just saying, they are still selling like mad, and I don't know why. Well, yeah, it's I'm Apple, just saying. But regardless, I'm just saying. Anyway, oh, and by the way, the HTC One is freaking phenomenal. Held it in my hand, played with it the other day. Awesome. But I'm not sure. I just I have to see what's coming out. I don't know. Anyway, get the Galaxy Note three when it comes out. It's probably going to be like 15 inches. 
Yeah, I would, but I just I'm not a I'm not a phablet guy. I'm just not. You just I'm don't like the word phablet. I, I I I don't care for the word phablet, but that honestly, I don't either. That's beside the point. Yeah, but I I just I'm not a phablet kind of dude. I would much I just, I want to have my phone and then I'll have my tablet at home and that can be my 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 thing. But my, anyway, my goal is to spark an all out phone war in the comments, just because it's fun to watch the world burn. Yeah, it is. It's good. That, that would designate you as a troll. <laughs> oh, even if this <laughs> is true part too. of even this is partly your own show. <laughs> You can still be a troll in your own show. I think that's happened before. In any case, uh, there are a lot of a lot of cool announcements coming out of Google I/O, including that they're going to compete with Spotify and Pandora with their own all-access version of Google Play Music, which I think is actually pretty exciting. If you try it before G- uh, June thirtieth, you get thirty days for free, and then it's seven ninety-nine a month for unlimited play for all the music you could possibly ever want. So, is there no free option? Uh, free Google Play is free, is free. Okay. I, Google Google Play All Access is not. Okay. So Google so uh, Google know. Play doesn't have the Spotify kind of option where you listen to any song you want to and just kind of kick out whatever you want. The All Access version <clears throat> does have that, but it also has a lot of other cool features that they couldn't even really get into. See, what I like about Pandora mm-hmm. is that I don't have to choose what song I want to listen to. It kind of picks it for me. Yes. Like well, a, like a bit of randomness. I mean, so Google All Access does that too. So, but, but that's the one you have to pay for. Yes. So, that's yes. what I'm saying to that. Right. And I get that. I think I think I, it makes sense. I can't afford $8 a month. What are you, crazy? You know, I've been thinking about it. I mean, I, I, I was just looking for something that is a little bit more diverse and immediate because I, I like the cloud music idea. I just haven't seen it very well implemented to the point where, you know, I like it. But the, the, here's the thing I like about the Google play all access is that when you pull that up it mixes in your own music with it if you wanted to and what you can do is say hey uh i want to make i really like this new song i just heard let's let me i want to make a station that sits all the way around that and then it populates and you can just continue to scroll ahead and see what it's going to play in what order and you can even move the order of the songs um you can be like that song sucks i'm getting rid of that right and pull it out forever and ever and ever it's really really neat (sighs) I yeah, just don't. I'm, know. Sure I'm not sure if it's worth eight bucks, but that's why they give you thirty days for free. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, more importantly, though, Vulcan Assassin is asking: Is it true that Google's adding Klingon to their translator software? Boy, that would be funny. I'm so kind of, the I'm other kind of surprised thing, a, they haven't already. A big announcement that, that they uh, that they made too is that, and this is more on the development side, is that developers of Google Android apps are going to be able to Ooh. basically outsource translation through Google. Which is pretty pretty cool. So basically, you don't have to go out and find a, some a translator. You don't have to go and and give them rules and words and everything. You just export all of your strings to a file, and they send it off to people that go and do it for you. All right, it's pretty cool. I can accept this. Yeah, but and I don't think Klingon is one of those languages, but perhaps be. perhaps it is. I don't know. It- all, all I know is I used to have my Google <laughs> up in Klingon. My Google like the default was Klingon language, just because it freaked people out. <laughs> Anyway, that's either here nor there. So, you know, there's another piece of news we should probably talk about. Is there? Uh, the third Thor movie Thor. has just hit the theaters. I don't think it's you very got exciting. That right. No, no, no. There's no, no. It's got Natalie Portman in it. No. Yes. I mean, no. It does. Now you're thinking no. of the uh, the Iron Man three. The Iron which, Man, yes. which you've yes, seen, yes, yes. right? 
Yes. Oh, ab absolutely not. Absolutely not. So I think now is a great opportunity for us to give a completely uninformed movie review. Okay, I like this movie. <clears throat> what did you think of the Iron Man 3? You know, I just thought uh, basically a lot of overpaid actors, a lot of... Um, so you're it's kind of, a commie is what you're saying. Yeah, I basically am. Okay. And I, it, it, it's, it's kind of thin. It doesn't have a really good plot. It's more of just kind of that summer action movie that really gets you going. I think it's great for that. Kind of like The Avengers was last year, but it doesn't really have a lot of depth. So, I, you know, mm. if you're looking for a thinking man's movie, you're probably going to the wrong place. But other than that, it's probably okay. Well, I thought that this Iron Man was at least two better than the first one but only one better than the second uh, uh, that's and, a good point and i like the part where the iron man uh was beating up the bad guy yeah that, that was, was good. good and then the part where that's he thought good. he was going to lose but then he didn't in the end that was good yep mm -hmm. and then that there's that part in the trailer where he like flies in with a, with a whole freaking army of iron men that was pretty cool um yes that was i like impressive and then the part with uh, Gandhi. Gandhi. Gandhi was, was in, in that. Movie. Yeah, he was he, in the movie. He was threatening to uh, deploy his nukes. Gandhi has changed a lot in He's 30 kind years. of a dick. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. He so. was also in Blood Rain. And it was really, it was actually really sad to see him in Blood Rain. In an Uwe Boll movie. Who would have thought? Well, money is fun. Yeah. I enjoy money. Do? Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, anyway, good. yeah, I give okay, it ten good. stars so a, out of five. That, just, to, just to wrap up, folks, that was our completely uninformed <laughs> review of Iron Man three. Yes, good. And with that, I'm going to close mercifully the T and B part of the show, <laughs> so we can get to more important topics. Yes, mercy kill. Okay, folks, you might want to you know get something to drink, grab a snack, because this is going to be. This, this, this could be a long episode. Actually, I, we're going to try to get through this as quick, quickly as we can. But we're going to talk about Star Trek. Oh, yes. And Star Trek is something that is near and dear to both of our hearts. It's something that we feel pretty passionately about. It's something that many people argue about in their, in their spare time. Geeks all over the world. Uh, and if you haven't seen uh, Trekkies, you need to go see that movie. It's phenomenal. Uh, there's actually two Trekkies. Two Trekkies. Yes, I haven't seen the There's one. there's a, there's a lot of good Star Trek movies. There's Trek Nation, which is a great movie as well. There's there's the best Star Trek movie ever made, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Galaxy Quest? <laughs> Come with, on, it's a great movie. Yeah, uh, with um, uh, Santa Claus was in that one, I think. He was, and uh -huh. so was the bad guy from Die Hard. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. That guy was pretty good. Also Snape. And he kills Snake. Dumb he kills Dumbledore in that. Oh yeah, that's true. Yep. Snape. Snape. I thought you said snake, and I thought you were making a Metal Gear reference. Um, anyway, <laughs> that doesn't uh, make sense. What was the other one? I, I just saw one uh, with Bill Shatner that I thought was absolutely awesome. It's basically it's on Netflix, guys. Check it out. But it's it's basically William Shatner goes around kind of trying to understand the. Ca it's called the Captains. It's called the uh, Captains. I've seen parts of that. Really, really worth your time. Excellent. <laughs> ICP ICP fan clowns forever took my. The, the snake, snake, snake reference I was going to do. Also, I feel... <laughs> Snape! Snape! I, I feel, Snape. feel very for saying that name. Um, yes. So Andy 14... Before we even get started, Andy 1404AR asks, is Trekker offensive? The term Trekker. Oh, that, that's a great way to kick this thing off. What do you think? What's, uh, your, what's your opinion? No, I just think that's a more modern term for Trekkie. 
I think so too. I, just, I actually I prefer reverse. Trekker because I don't really think of myself as a Trekkie. We're younger. We're not as much fans of the older of the of the original show. No, you know, I ah, boy, since that's... we were unborn at that point. Unborn, and I'll be honest with you, by the time the reruns even happened, we weren't really into TV at that point. I mean, the reruns kind of started happening at a time where we were just babies. And little babies. Really, even before we were born. And in the 80s, you know, that was when things really, they really kind of started to bring the show back into syndication in a, in a hardcore way. It was, con- it was always in rotation, rotation somewhere. Oh, yeah. I remember watching original series episodes, but I was very young, and I really didn't know what the hell was going on. So maybe that's why I don't like it as much. Maybe it's because it's just not as good a show. I, 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 it, yeah, that's fair. I'm with Gen VG. I prefer the term trackologist. I am not a trekologist no. at all. Do I look like Michael Okuda? Uh, no, nah, he's the he's the man. He is the trekologist. Yes. Who, who, if you don't know, is the guy behind like all of the fancy touch panel artwork in Star Trek: Next Generation and, and beyond. But anyway, we're getting off topic. We, we really are. The the debates. We got hard hitting debate questions. Let's go. What's what's first? All right. First, we're going to debate the uh, the only question Weird Al Yankovic ever found hard. <laughs> does he like Kirk nice. or does he like Picard? Sub question. What, what else who's the best captain yes. in the history of Star Trek? <clears throat> All right. You go first. I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, of course you know what I'm going to say. Because, you know, I've so, known you for like three decades practically. Yeah, so I practically. But I, Two you decades. know, I have to go with Picard and I'll make my argument for him. Okay. So I've been watching a lot of, of TNG recently, and especially some of the earlier stuff. BBC Picard America. is very kind of cold and calculated. He's kind of the opposite of Kirk when they begin the show. He's, he's, uh, he's not, you know, at all kind of blazing his own trail. He knows protocol, he follows protocol, and he makes sure that everyone knows it as well. As the show kind of goes on, his arc develops. You know, they, they really do change him quite a bit. Not necessarily change him, but, but give him different dimensions. He softens. He is a fun guy. He is, he's not just a learned guy. He is, he's a fun guy. He's an intellectual, but he's, but he's cool. He ditches protocol for certain things. And you know what? He understands when, above all, I think he is a great leader of people. And I think that's what makes Picard the best captain. See, I knew we had a good we had a good group of people in this chat uh, and the fan base in general because the vast majority seem to agree with you and say Picard. And because because they're intelligent. But yes, anyway, go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. So normally I'm going to agree with you. Generally speaking, yes, I'm going to agree and say Picard is the best for reasons that you say. He was kind of a dick early on. And from what yep. I understand, that's mainly because Patrick Stewart was kind of a dick early on. You know, he was like really serious and everyone else was kind of cutting up and eventually they got right. him to, you know, loosen up. And loosen up a little bit. Fun and stuff like that. But uh, I'm going to throw a a, a a a monkey wrench in the plans and say, I think Cisco should definitely be up there. In certain instances, I think you'd rather have him. He's definitely the more yeah. badass captain. He is. He's a badass. And I don't mean in terms of like Kirk. I'm going to punch a guy in in a in a you know Gorn in a in a plastic lizard face, right? Uh, kind of. But that's way. pretty badass too. I mean, and, I, I would give that to Kirk. But it's throwing styrofoam rocks at him. But um, <laughs> yeah. just more like like he is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. He's a bad mamma jamma. And not just because he played Hawk and Spencer for hire. 
There's yes. an old reference for you. <laughs> Everyone out there is going, what is he talking about? <laughs> hey, you should know. That was filmed in the streets of Boston. You should be familiar with, with the oh, history yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with everything that's ever happened in the streets you of Boston. You should be. Whoa, that's a lot of stuff that's happened. But anyway, oh, I get off topic. Yep. Cisco, yes. Thank you, Vulcan make, Assassin. Make your argument for Cisco. Make your argument for Cisco. I, I think Vulcan Assassin is making it for me. Cisco no, was awesome. Don't don't rely on our audience. I'm relying on the Assassin. Make your point. So is Vulcan Assassin a, a Vulcan who assassinates people or an assassinator of Vulcans? Why don't we just go... Th you go to Cisco, and then I'll start brewing up my other captain speeches, and we'll just make an argument for all of them. Go. Oh, okay. You get Janeway. Anyway, um... Cisco was awesome. He had balls, man, and people worshipped him. I think... I can't think... I can't remember who was saying it before. Maybe it was Mr. K. He's like, Space Jesus Cisco? Benjamin yeah, he's, Lafayette? He's, he's kind of Space Jesus to the uh, Bajorans. None of the other captains can really say that they are the uh, prophet to an entire planet of people. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, F Picard was the arbiter of succession for the Klingons, for yeah. the entire empire. Yeah, but the Klingons suck. Sorry, ever. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Go also, ahead. he punched Q! Cisco punched Q. Come on, he wasn't taking any of that guff. Oh, come on. And, and you'll notice, Cisco's the only captain that Q bothered once. He didn't come back. Oh, that's a good point. Because he got punched. Point. So it's just like, wow, this is this is not worth my time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yes. So, and I, okay. Four four words for you for why Cisco should definitely be at least considered as the best captain in the pale moonlight. Yeah. Okay. I I think which for those who are not aware is the episode of Sea Space 9 where he basically go he is telling the story in a personal log of how he through yeah, lying so cheating good. and all sorts of skullduggery got the Romulans into the Dominion war by so killing good. a Romulan senator he didn't directly know about it but he was okay with it after yeah. the fact and it's just like the dark, one of the darkest that Star Trek's really ever been. And yes, yeah. normally it's like all the happy Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, everyone in the future is a great space commie, and everyone's we'll happy. cover that soon. We'll yeah, we'll cover that soon. True, but uh, this was like actually it's a fake. It's real. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's an awesome. It's one of my favorite episodes of all Star Trek, and it is. It's that is a great. There are great. actually a the string of episodes around the Dominion <laughs> War. For my money, that is the best Star Trek ever got in terms of a TV series. It's uh, the best it ever got. And Joe was like, yeah. when I saw that, it was great. Okay. Yeah, I mean, th that whole string of episodes was just phenomenal. There's, there's my spiel for Cisco. All right, so I, normally, if, if, I was, if I'm not going to pick uh, Picard, I would probably jump to Kirk next. Really? So I'll make, He's kind of low yeah. for me. No, I'm, I'm going I'm to pick Kirk. Here's why. Okay. I think, I think Kirk... For all the people that say what Star Trek is in kind of this idealist sense, right? <clears throat> Kirk, to me, is the foil to that. Because of all of this garbage that's going on, right? I mean, Picard kind of plays, at least at the beginning, this kind of the, the kind of PC dude. You know, hey, every culture is important and blah, blah. Kirk is the opposite of that. Kirk is the guy that shoots from the hip. He's a cowboy. He makes things happen, and by golly, people want to follow him, and they don't even know why. By gum. That, and by gum, Josh G. Criminy, he's Will, freaking, Watch language. Yeah, he is, he's the dude, and everybody knows as soon as he steps on deck. And it's not necessarily because 
he just kind of he throws does what he does what he feels. But the reason I think he's a foil to the to the 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 other Star Trek kind of captains is because he is he he proves that you can have all of the intellectuals you want, all of the protocols you want. You can have all these different systems that are wonderful and defined and fantastic. But if you don't have a leader that can make decisions in a pinch, then you got nothing. You got nothing. And Kirk does that expertly time and again. I'm not saying that luck doesn't play a huge part in his career. It does. There's no question about it. He would say the same thing. Mm. But Kirk is also a ladies' man. Kirk is Kirk is the James Dean of keeping clean captains. And oh. I'm telling you, I would. I think he deserves. You would take him to the bed. second place spot. Yeah. All right, so do you want to uh, argue for Archer? Or I'm totally going to do that. I'm going to yeah, say, yeah. though, this is a sub-note there. I enjoy the movie Kirk better than the series Kirk. Well, I'm including, by the way, I know. New Kirk. I was gonna, and I was going to say, I actually prefer New Kirk to William Shatner. Chris Pine. Yeah, yes. Chris Pine, I think, plays a... But, but you have two different Kirks there, right? Chris Pine is early in career Kirk. Yes. And then oh, you know, sure. the original series is kind of you know developed Captain Kirk, right? So I had two and a half people at work today say that I, with my new haircut, I look like Chris Pine. That's, that is something I never, ever would have said to you. Thank you. It's interesting. Thank you. Uh, you look literally nothing in the world like Chris Pine. Literally nothing like him. Hmm. Nothing. Anyway, continue. Well, two of those people were born in China. Maybe they have a skewed perception. Anyway. They, they saw that you had round eyes and they said, oh, you look like Chris Pine. That's so racist. Okay. It really is. Archer. Anyway, Archer. Enterprise was definitely up and down, but up for the last season. I don't know. You yeah. never really watched Enterprise, did you? I, I watched. I, I've kind of caught episodes here and there. I watched the first like three or four just to get, get into it. I never did. Okay. You should pick it up in the third season because the third season is just like one long arc that's good. It's insane racism. Anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that, that somebody had to do it, right? Somebody had to do it. There you go. But the fourth season is is just Trek at its awesome. And it's a shame it got cut down because the next few, the next few seasons with actual writers writing and then getting into the Romulan War, I'm really sad that couldn't come to fruition. But, uh, yes, Archer was like very much like Kirk and that's obviously what they were going for sometimes they went a little bit too far trying like they tried too hard you know uh, but he was definitely more of a cowboy kind of like a go get him type yep. and you know I mean I, I never had anything really wrong with Archer I mean we're, we're, we're definitely scraping the lower part of the barrel here with the fourth well, there, pick there's not as much experience with Archer as there true, are true true but I mean and again, with the writing, he got better. It, with when the writing got better, he got better. The fourth season Archer is much. Better I mean, because let's be honest, Archer. who doesn't love Scott Bakula? And that's the big thing is like, come on. And Mr. K, you're so messed in the head. But anyway, because he likes the first two seasons of Enterprise more than the latter two. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's true. And I've only seen <laughs> pieces from all of them. But anyway, go ahead. And I also will agree with Beer Ninja that Archer isn't even the best Archer on TV because he'll take take Sterling Archer. Totally okay. true. I'm I'm down with that all the way. Yes. This is all right. So is it my turn to argue for Janeway yet? Yes. So why is Janeway the best captain in your eyes? I think Janeway is the best captain because here, here's the thing. Janeway gets thrust Whoa. into a, into Freezing. the worst. Hush up. <laughs> are, are you being sexist already? No. I haven't even said anything yes. yet. Yes, I am. Anyway. Ev well, everyone knows that a Janeway woman can't be a captain. What, are you kidding? Wah, wah. 
Janeway is the best captain because she is thrown into the by far the worst situation, the most dire of circumstances of any captain in the series. She's not on a she's not on the flagship of the fleet. She's not, you know, driving a cruiser that is designed to, you know, uh, not only study the deepest regions of space but also could blow the hell out of anything that got in its way. She's not flying that. She's flying a science vessel full of scientists that are just out there to kind of God study. bless you. You're trying real hard. I, I'm just saying. She got, <laughs> she got thrown into the worst situation, the worst of circumstances, with virtually no way to get back home. And you know what? She got him back home. Just saying. Actually, just her future self got him back home. But regardless. Now, now in terms of her she also, leadership she style. She also got him there just in the first place. Just, uh, just saying. That's totally true. I think yeah, in, in terms of in terms of the number of Borg leaps and bounds, Janeway helped fight the Borg probably more than any other captain in, in uh, the entire Federation. Voyager, there's so much wrong with Voyager. They they, they neutered the Borg. And, Look, it's, it's, know, and, it's and there were good episodes, but it's a shame. It's a shame because... They had the best premise going out. Anyway, we spent way too long on this question. Yeah, anyway. All right, so I, I think we all agree. I think Janeway, for all of us, is at the bottom. Pretty I'm going to put, you know, I would put Picard first. I put Kirk second. I put Cisco third. Mr. Um, K, I think you're thinking Janeway. Defiant. And then what? what's your top? What's, what? Name your, your progression. I'm going to go Picard, Cisco, depending on how I'm feeling. Then Archer. Archer Kirk together, depending on how yep. I'm feeling, and then Janeway. Yep. Okay. I, I think we're I think we're not too far off there. All right, yep. cool. Next question for that we need to discuss here on the Star Trek Mega Cast, if you're just joining us. Mega It's all Star it's all Star Trek the entire freaking time. That's right, Cooper. Uh see we have people joining all the time. So it's it's important to let the people know what's going on. We're doing the Star Trek Mega Cast. Here's what's up, people. It, the next question we're going to attack is... Like a puppy with a chew toy. Like a puppy with a chew toy. Is Arr. what do we think about how J.J. Abrams has handled the series since taking it over a few years ago? And go. Okay. I am a fan of... the. Well, I mean, okay, so he's only had one movie so far. Uh, soon to be very soon, too. Uh, right. I'm sure he'll get the third, you know, if he has time in between directing the first Star Wars movie. Yeah, I know. God, but and something else. I think there was something else. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. There were plot holes you could drive a convertible through in that first Star Trek movie that he rebooted. But it was good fun and it got people excited about Star Trek again. And what more can you really ask from from an, uh, a movie for, like that than that? Uh unfortunately Nemesis and an insurrection before it were kind of bleh. I liked Insurrection. I really hated Nemesis. <clears throat> Insurrection would have been much better as an episode, and everyone says yeah. that, but that's because it's true. First totally. Contact was the last great movie. Yes. And even then... Maybe it, the best you know, ever. That's my favorite. We but, can debate that at the end, too. But go ahead. Yes. But um, <laughs> and here we have people, the, the purists that are mad at Abrams. And I can I can see that part of the... the um, argument you know like oh he's changed a lot of star trek and it's too sexy now and blur 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 but it's got people excited about it and if star trek is ever going to come back to tv again and i think it will it's because of jj abrams and i don't think everyone i don't think people should forget that 
So J.J. Abrams had an impossible task, which is you have to you have to satiate the massive desire of the Trek fans that have been around for years. And you also want to try to attract a new audience. And I think he did both of those things masterfully. So mm -hmm. what do I think J.J. Abrams has done with the Star Trek franchise? I think he's done amazing things with it. Um, do I like the way he kind of retconned everything? No, but really it wasn't a kind of a retcon as much as it was kind of a classic reboot. He actually rebooted the entire franchise. And it didn't it didn't destroy everything else that had been done. No, totally. I mean, by by the logic and nature of all the different episodes that have to do with alternative timelines and so on and so forth. It's pretty clever. He just kind of lets it go. And I, that's what I mean. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's great. Do I like the way they went about it? Do I think, you know, uh, well, this this is totally impossible. Folks, they're flying around on giant spaceships hundreds of years in the future with the fate of humanity on their backs. Get over the fact that they just, you know, bend the rules of physics a little bit, okay? The point is, I think they've done a tremendous job with, I think J.J. Abrams, and, and, and I have to throw a shout out to my favorite writer, Damon Lindelof, oh, yeah. who wrote the movie, who, uh, well, rewrote it, let's face it. Um, did I think they did an awesome job, and I think in their hands they've done it. All of us that love Star Trek still love Star Trek. Who's not going to go see the movie because they don't like what J.J. Abrams has done? Maybe a few people, but the, of those of us that love Star Trek, we're going to go see this movie, right? I'm going to go. Uh, of course, but Plus, you know what? Like a lot of other people that don't even know anything about Star Trek <clears throat> are going to this movie. I can't believe among my friends that are not geeks, and yes, I do have plenty of those. They are people that are like, man, I don't get Star Trek at all. I'm going to see this movie. It looks freaking awesome. That, to me, tells me that J.J. Abrams has completely and totally done his job. And so I, I, think, he's done, I think he's done a great job. As a side In note. In a nearly impossible task. As a, true. And, and I, again, I do have to give special props to the fact that he actually tried to explain the reboot instead of just rebooting it like so many movies lately that have come from long franchises franchises have done they just yeah. kind of ignore any other movies that have come beforehand and just kind of reboot <clears throat> incredible hulk but anyway <laughs> so i i think that he gets point extra points for that also i think it's very funny i think a lot of people have said this uh for a while now but people said that star that jj abrams made a great star wars movie when he made the last Star Trek, so I think it's very. I'm going to be very interested to see what he does with Star Wars now. You know, I, I think that's a. I think that's a great point. So, I mean, I, I think, I see, I see a lot of hope. I no pun intended in in kind of what J.J. Abrams can do for Star Wars, based on what he's done for Star Trek, and maybe once and for all, the the fan bases will be will be um, you know put at ease because. Forever and ever and ever now, they will be linked. Forever. It's going to be very and, interesting next yeah, few years. It, so it's it's going to be really, you know, imagine if George Lucas went to go make a Star Trek episode or, you know, or Rick Berman decided to go make Star Wars. I mean, I just, I think it would be kind of crazy. Anyways. All right. That so wasn't much of a debate as us agreeing with each other and giving each other big sloppy kisses. What's next? Next. Big what do we think Gene Roddenberry kisses? would think about Star Trek? Today, what do you think Gene Roddenberry would think about it? Uh, he wouldn't recognize it. He'd, do you think that would be something he would like or dislike? I think he would dislike it. I think he'd be a grumpy old man about it, but yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, and this is um, so I don't think. What makes you say that? 
Because he had this this way about him where, like I was saying before, it's like everyone's this happy space commie. You know, there's no uh, there's no economy in the future. There's no money, and things don't make sense. You know, it's just everyone's happy, and and it's a little bit too squeaky clean. <clears throat> I mean, you, Next Generation, which he was executive producer of until he died, yep. is a yep. good you know example of that. Yes. And that's all well and good, but it doesn't make for great drama a lot of the time. Um, and there were like, there were, so I was just watching a, a, a review from um, Sci-Fi Debris, who does a lot of, he just, you know, reviews last old sci-fi shows okay. and uh, does a lot of Star Trek. And yep. um, he was talking about this episode called First Contact for Next Generation. Yep. And how, um, I want to say Michael Piller who uh, first came up with the... I think it was Michael Pillar that first came up with the idea for the episode. Uh, you remember what, what episode I'm talking about, right? The first contact? Yes. Yeah, so it's the one where uh, it's like this planet that's just about to achieve warp travel and the Enterprise is in orbit to you know introduce themselves and right. say, hey, we're out here, welcome to the world, the universe, and blah, 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 and they freak By out. By the way, we should also mention the great Michael Pillar, yes. who, by, who by all accounts, and, and God rest his soul... But by all accounts, completely saved Star Trek. <clears throat> saved the entire franchise. Yes. And would not have been the same without him. Thank you, Michael Pillar. Yes, you're awesome. Also a UNC graduate Woot. from my school. Thank you very much. Anyway, go ahead. Your school. Well, he was. He, he had the same oh, degree I did. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, never mind. Yep. Anyway, so uh, my point being is that he was talking about... Uh, sci-fi debris was talking about how there was like this bible that gene had come up with that was like oh, okay you can only do this you can only do that you can only talk about the main characters and this that and the other and they had to deviate from that because most of the episode focuses on the drama of these people on this planet and how they would deal with an alien invasion or not invasion right. but an alien contact the aliens being the crew of the enterprise right and i just think gene was very was hamstringing a lot of the series uh, by the time he died, and, and not that I'm happy he died, of course, and, and I'm always going to be thankful for what he did to get Star Trek started in the first place. But when he died, you could see a lot more freedom, and totally in nothing more than Deep Space Nine, which Ron D. Moore, who went on to do Battlestar Galactica, yes, took and made it a lot more. I would say a lot more. I love Next Generation; it's my favorite series. But you have to admit, in a lot of ways, Deep Space Nine was more interesting, definitely yes. darker. Yes. Um, Although, although it's still kind of got the, the cleanliness to it. It's still kind of that. It, it, it's got a little bit of a dirty underbelly it to it. It mixes with the dirty of the Ferengis and the Cardassians. Yes. And the, well, yeah. they're, in, they're in deep space, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, uh, this is, this is the, the line of civilization, if you will, right? Also, Riker is a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yes. That's a great That's terrible. thing to say. Um, I'm going to disagree with you here. Oh, you boot. I think if That's Gene Roddenberry were alive, I think he would be thrilled at what Star Trek is and what it it uh, it represents. Um, and the reason why I say that, so there's another great movie. Well, actually, I think I mentioned it, Trek Nation, which is really really cool. It's made by Eugene Roddenberry II, really, um, who was a who uh, was very much you know deviating from. Stop using your L cars interface over there. I can't um, help that my phone makes the L cars interface sound. No, it, it was funny because you were using your computer. And anyway, forget. Do -do 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 -do. It. The point is, um, <laughs> whatever. So, <laughs> so I, there's a That's great right. moment in it when J.J. Abrams does an interview in in the movie 
uh, we see he talks to Eugene Rodberry, and he, Gene Rodberry brings in a DVD player that has the outtakes of a special that was shot about Star Trek, starring the original Gene Roddenberry, um, that he has on DVD. Never aired. Okay, he gives it to him, and the DVD comes up. It's Gene Roddenberry, and he says, uh, "Someone asked him what he thinks will happen to Star Trek when he dies," and what he said was, "I imagine." That, that what I would love to see is that it will look a little different, is that other people, fresh blood, new people will come in and they will take the characters that I made and I'd love to see them actually remake the characters that I made with Kirk and Spock. I'd love to see them remake this in their own way. And to me, that, I mean, J.J. Abrams almost gets choked up watching that. Like, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. Because you see Gene Roddenberry almost predicting exactly what happens with Star Trek 2009, right? Mm -hmm. And I think if he were alive right now, I, I think that he might be interested, you know, I'm not, sh I'm not sure he'd be, he would love the fact that it's not as philosophical as it was. Or it, I'm not going to say philosophical. That's a BS term. What I'm going to say is it's... pseudo-philosophy. It's not even pseudo-philosophy. It's more that it's, it's classic science fiction. Star Trek is no longer classic science fiction. I think he would probably lament that a little bit, but seeing what it became and what it has become, I think he'd be very happy with the number of fans, the popularity, the the you know, the way that it brings people together and the way that it makes people think about the future. And I think that is something he would absolutely love. So, I think he would be happy. All right. What's happening. I disagree, but you make some good points but re to to support your argument, so I give you 3 points. All right, cool. Uh, I didn't know we had all of a sudden turned into like around the horn. Um, I was thinking more whose line is it anyway, but you know. Oh, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, I, <laughs> and I, the, where the points don't matter, everything's made up. And everything's made up. All right, what else we got? We're technically right, so, running over, so. Yeah, but we're always running over. That's true. So what's the, uh, and this is, this is the mega cast. So the mega cast has to, if, if it didn't, if the mega cast didn't run over, people would be disappointed. Um, wasn't there another question we had? Was yeah. that it? No, there was one more. I don't remember I what thought. was it. What was it? People help us out. Help us. What was the last question? What was the last thing we were going to discuss? Checking. Oh. <clears throat> well, we were going to talk about the movies, which I think is an interesting thought. What's your favorite movie? Yeah. What's the best? Not your favorite. What's oh. the best? Uh, oh, well, how does the new Star Trek compare to the older versions? Well, we kind oh, of yeah, already we kind of already hit that with the JJ. We, we kind of did. You know. So let's I, modify I think, that. I, I think I think the new Star Trek is better in many ways than than you know a lot of the movies in fact it might be the best i might put the star trek 2009 as the best movie the best star trek movie ever made i wouldn't go that far i still think wrath of khan wrath of khan is a great movie it's probably the best star trek movie but it's not my favorite my favorite i just Trek. watched it again very recently great movie I don't think it's the best. It does look very dated. It doesn't even really oh, look like Oh, come on, but the story holds up so well. The story holds up. But I'm telling you, I just I don't get it. I, I, I think I think it's number three. I think it's debatable which one's number one or number two. It's either first contact or Star Trek two thousand nine. Well and, and the movie that comes out tomorrow might be even better. Maybe. But I'm holding a cat, therefore your argument is invalid. Okay. Because good. no one is paying attention to you right now. I win. Game over. <laughs>
So you you think you think it's Wrath of Khan, then First Contact, then then Star Trek Four, of course, The Voyage Home. That's a lot of fun. That, that movie sucks. What? That movie, it's like the worst Star Trek ever made. Have you seen Star I Trek One or Star Trek Star Five? Trek movie. No, it's, it's so awful. it's just fun. It's awful with the whales and the things. Okay, okay, okay. This is what we need to debate. What is wrong with Star Trek Four? You tell me right now, young man. I already said it. The whales. I I I I wanted to just sit there and it's, be like, what the hell is this? It is so eighties. Come on, they're it's saving so the whales. It's the stupidest movie That's they ever it's made. Hilarious. It's so stupid. Nuclear it's vessels. It's so stupid. Come that on. movie sucks. Oh. All right, what's your worst? What's your worst? If you see the original, I will punch you in the face. <laughs> it's I will punch you right in your face. One, the, the, there was like no editing on the first one. It was so bad. No, no, no. You're being anachronistic and wrong. The first movie oh. is so influenced by Kubrick from 2001 it's not that there's no editing. I, I can't take it's that they edit it selectively because that was the style of making movies then. I, yeah, what they selected to edit was nothing. They just threw everything in. Again, hi. Hey, you don't let. You're you want, not a fan of 2001: Space Odyssey. You want a, so it's not. So you want it's a not. Twenty minute shot of of the Enterprise going by the camera. We got it's, that. It's not surprising. Ooh. That you don't like the editing in that movie. This looks like a ship I love 2001 A Space Odyssey. They tried to remake that with Star Trek. I'm not saying this succeeded. What I'm saying is, is it's still entertaining and fun. It's a good movie to watch. As a child, I was mesmerized by that movie. I thought it was great. You had a boring childhood at the end. Yeah, you know, maybe I did. I've worst got, I'm gonna, ever is still four. No! The worst one Nemesis is five. Is probably second. <clears throat> sec, well, five's pretty bad, too. Five's the worst, then one. Then nine. Then nine, which and then it gets is fuzzy. Insurrection. Insurrection. I, I, yeah. Generations was not very good. I like. Well, it was all right. Generations wasn't. wasn't I think a Generations bad, was right there in the middle. Gen, yeah, Generations is not a bad movie. It's just not a great movie. It could have been a lot better. Yeah. Could have been a lot better. It should have been a lot better. Um, Did you like the film Moon? I know, I'm sorry. I, that That's a question for question and answer time. But have you seen Moon? I haven't seen Moon. Okay. We should discuss anyway, that later. Anyway, ask that question by later. Way, folks, you know, we're, we're going to start the, the question and answer part portion of the show here. Very and quick. all you have to do in order to ask well, wait, a question. Wait, 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 oh, wait. We still need to take a debate question from the audience. Oh, that's true. Because we, we you know what we thought? Well, I, I thought since we were running over, we'd cut it for time. But well, clearly you've let's, abandoned let's, that. Let's that's do a fine. quick hit. Let's do a three-minute we'll debate. We'll do a little quick. Yeah, before we get to the question and answer portion of the show, folks, we want to do a <laughs> audience-inspired debate. That means you. So what we want you to do is throw a debate question into the related. chat. But if, if, you, if you already sent me a debate question, folks, we're going to talk about that. Don't yes. worry. But we want but you to throw it into the chat. Word Don't vomit in the chat. E. Do it. Put it in the chat. I want, a, I want a quick hit debate question about Star Trek. Go. Faster. Faster. I have Someone a ball. No, seriously, this, this looks like a blue version of the ship from the Corbomite maneuver. The second episode of the original Star Trek. Come on. Oh, yes. You know, with Blaylock. You, you punched me right in the face with that one. By the way, Clint interesting Howard. little tidbit here. I had the Star Trek <laughs> text adventure game for Commodore 64. In which case, there was actually a piece of code that said, if you, if you told Spock to go to hell, he actually had a program response which said, what makes you think you're not already there? I thought that was awesome. 
Okay. I, let's... I, I, I like, what would you like to see if a new series started? Ooh, that's great. Let's do that one. Let's do that one. That, that's, that's a little open-ended, but let's try to keep it Pitch a new quick. series. Your new series, go. Star Trek, the new series. All right. <sighs> Shoot. I, I like it already. <laughs> so much you you're, can you're do. You're doing a great job. You know, there's been an idea for a uh, Starfleet Academy. Oh, so you're going to take my idea. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say there's been a Starfleet Academy series idea being pitched around forever. I don't think I'd like that very much. That that, that would get too much. Like You don't memory. like Saved by, Saved by the Bell, the, the, the Starfleet Academy class? No, I don't think so. Honestly, if you asked me before... I'm not sure what I would have said, but since the new JJ track has come out, I think something set in that universe would be interesting. I want to see that fleshed out a bit more. Yeah, I can um, see that. And yeah. whether it... I mean, they couldn't get all the same actors for a TV show for the Enterprise. Maybe a different ship. I don't know. That's what I'm talking about. So my my thought was this. Star Trek Galactica. I would love to see a... You know, uh, I would love to see... One of two things: either something set in the in the first in the in JJ Track universe that is not the Enterprise, or I'd like to see something set in Next Generation uh, universe that's not Enterprise, because there were plenty of other ships that were doing really interesting and awesome things, and I would love to see kind of how those interactions went. Maybe you you make a show that really is about kind of the first contact that gets made. By you know, by the time Kirk rolls around, a lot of the first contact that happens with with aliens, uh, uh, you know, all over the galaxy, and some of the wars that happen and things like that, I would really love to see those things happen. Mm -hmm. The only other thing I would like to see is a Star Trek set in the future, in the yeah. future of the Next Generation future. So like I don't know, twenty thirty years after Next Generation ended, which we're yep. kind of almost on. Future uh, Enterprise. Admiral Riker, or not necessarily Enterprise, just to see what happens. You know, like in a world, in a world where you know where Romulus, Romulus is blown up, the Romulan Empire is in shambles. You know, and this, that, and the other. I think it'd be interesting. I don't think that's going to ever happen, though. I think that's gone, and that's yeah. all going to be told in novels and things like that. But I don't think it's going to be touched on again in a, in a TV show. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, I, I like some of the answers that have come through. I, I really do. I like, <laughs> I like the red shirts rebel and, and go after Starfleet. I think that's a good one. That's a good idea. That like, there's some self awareness among the people that wear red shirts in Starfleet. They're dying prematurely, mm -hmm. so they rebel against Star Trek, Star, uh, Starfleet. That's a good idea. Um, the newest generation. That's a good one. I like that. I, I still like. I'm sure there's going to be a Star like Trek one. Saved by the Bell. The Starfleet Academy next class. Well, we talked about this a few years ago, too, in that CBS has pretty much gobbled back up a lot of the rights to Star Trek. Yeah. Obviously not the movies, but... Um, Which is kind of interesting, considering how much they wanted rid of it. Way back in the day. Yeah, I know. But, like, if you buy a Star Trek novel, it'll say, like, CBS on the back, yeah. uh, because they own the, the property. And I Good believe that goes on to... <laughs> Star Trek the college years I like that so, and if you look there's kind of a dearth of sci-fi on TV right now there's a little bit yeah there but, is and, and it's it's kind of coming back but so, but I don't know that people are ready for another Star Trek series you know another thing I would love to see maybe after is the next movie one of the cool things they did in Next Generation was they showed they did show Picard when he was at the Academy when he got his ass handed to him by a Nausicaan I'd love to see that kind of stuff like, show, <laughs> me, show me play Domjot Yes, I'd love to see. I'd love to see young Picard like such a dork kicking ass and taking names at the academy. What made him into such a hardened jerk? You uh, know, what brings him to what? How you know? 
where he kind of gets to. Because he couldn't get Beverly Crusher. Yeah. Those well, redheads will do that to you. See? We got love. We got intrigue. Mm -hmm. Loving it. Da -da 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 -da. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah. So, folks, that is our Star Trek mega cast. Now we're going to move into the question and answer portion of the show. And I can tell you without a doubt, because I am the one that receives these, there are plenty of questions to get to. So we're going to take some time with that now. All you have to do to ask a question, folks, it doesn't have to be about Star Trek. It could be about anything. Games, movies, life, whatever you like. Love, loss, Doctor Who? Doctor Who? We're Mad Men. Ooh, we started the show. Ask us some Mad Men questions, because I'm, I'm yeah, totally up Game for that. Of Thrones questions. Yeah, I don't know that one. In any case, I, uh, I am should... an amateur Game of Thrones historian, so how I, I probably wouldn't be able to answer any questions that come my way. However, <laughs> if you spoil anything past where the TV show is, I will kill you. So don't do it. Gingers All you have to do to ask a question is evil. click on my name, Commodore 128, up in True. the upper right-hand corner of the chat room. You'll see it right there. Right, uh, click on my name, click PM, private message, and send me your question there. I will get to as many questions as we can before the end of the show. Let's get started. Let's Jay get started Squiggles. here. Jay Squiggles, awesome name, asks, Hi, Mr. Commodore. Hi, Jay Squiggles. I am buying a 3-in-1 NES, SNES, and Sega console tomorrow. Good for you. Suggestions on fun games to get. All of them. Besides Mario 3 and Super Mario World, you are a living legend genius, so I come to you. You are so right, Jay Squiggles. I don't even know you, but I can, get, I can tell that you are just right about everything you say. I wasn't even asked the question. I can just sit back. Oh, well, yeah, but you're part of the question. So what, what, what game would you suggest for a NES, SNES, Sega combo? I'm already, I'm going to call the, the, the Genesis games because that's, that's my little shtick. Go for it. You name, you name some games you, you would like them to get. It really fun. depends on what you like because there's so much. There uh, is. But some classics, just looking, um, and I, this is fresh in my mind because this just came out for 30 cents on the Wii U shop, is Super Metroid. Yep, that's classic. Um, it's classic, and I mean, if you've never played that, you gotta, you just gotta. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Okay, now you. Do what one. about? Um, I got one. So I'm thinking, if I'm thinking Genesis, uh, depending on what kind of things you like to play. I mean, you know, I, we're we're assuming a lot here. Obviously, RPGs are kind of their own animal. Mm -hmm. Fantasy Star for the Genesis is actually really good. I think you really get into that. Um, I'm trying to think of what I would probably say is is the best. There, there are actually a lot of great Sonic games for Genesis that you should totally get. Vector Man for Genesis is a lot of fun, challenging, and a great 2D platformer. I would highly recommend that game. Um, what Basically, else is really fun? Basically, you can. There's a ton of great uh, options in the chat yeah. if you want to like just yeah write all the notes. Um, Road Rash. All the Madden games for Genesis were fun. And if you are a fan of RPGs, you really can't go wrong with Super Nintendo. It's Final Fantasy II, Final Fantasy III, Earthbound, Chrono Trigger. No argument there. Super Mario the RPG. superior console in, in, in RPGs is not even debatable. It yeah. is the Super Nintendo. Go spend your money on that. Yeah. Cool. But anyway, welcome to uh, Retro Gaming. Glad to see you're on board. Grab some some of those. You know, get ball. on some of those eBay auctions and, and grab some of those uh, those carts out there. You're going to have a blast. Name, uh, let's let's name one fun NES game. And I love Bubsy. You shut your face, Feature Days. If Bubsy? that was Bubsy's good. Bubsy's good. Um, an NES game that you should get that's fun. Oh, I'll make a I'll make a recommendation. Jackal. Jackal, Jackal for Jackal? NES is it awesome. Great game. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. Love that game. Love it. Okay, the music I love is you, amazing. It's great. <laughs> 
Okay, speaking of future days, future days asked a question. What is your favorite console console strategy game? Ooh. Strategy. <sighs> that's a different from simulation. So really strategy. Hmm. It, that's a hard one because a lot of console strategy games were made for the PC and the, the, the transfer didn't work so great. Yep. Um, but yeah, pretty much Koei. You've got to be talking most oh, about Koei games, right? God, I love Koei. I just love those those cats. Pikmin's um, very good. Pikmin is a very good pick. Pikmin's, Pikmin's a great game. Um... I, I do, Civ I do love all this, but those are more simulation. But yeah, that's well, that's a thing. Those are more sim. All all of the the progeny of Nobunga's uh, ambition, ambition mm -hmm. are are fantastic from Koei. Yep, I like including it. Genghis Khan Two: Clan of the Grey Wolf. Of course, uh, I also got to um, say Liberty or Death, which is another Koei game uh, by the American Revolution. I also got to say Aerobiz and Aerobiz Supersonic. Who thought that running an airline could be that fun? I really like the Heroes of Might and Magic series. Ooh, those are those are much a, more strategic. That's not on a console though. It's not a well, actually, there was there was were it? I think two releases for console, but you're right, none of the ones that that are that matter were. So that's a good point. North and South is great. One of the very few strategy games on the NES. Um, and honestly, Pikmin, yeah. Pikmin was awesome. Pikmin, Pikmin's probably probably got to be my favorite. Uncharted too. Right, Waters. Cool. Let's go with that. Also very good. Jay-Z Ness asks, what was your original experience with Star Trek? Sub-question, how'd you get into it, etc. Okay, you start. My, so, uh, my dad really loved uh, Next Generation. Loved it. And it was pretty much his favorite show on TV. And so he would go to watch it kind of after dinner and, and everything. And just by virtue of the fact that we would want to go hang out with him, uh, we'd sit and watch. That kind of got me into it. Um, but really, to be honest, it was getting to know Rue because at that point I went from, oh yeah, that's a show that my dad likes to being, wow, there's a whole freaking universe here. And that was when I really dove in and really started to enjoy things. So yeah. I owe most of my love of Star Trek to you. Well, you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, ironically, I owe that to you because you and, uh, Michael, our, our other friend who was at the uh, marathon this past year, who's a, a friend we've known throughout school. But, um, it, yeah, it was in middle school because we played trombone in the band, so we had a lot of free time during all the rests that we had to count. Just just in case you were worried that we weren't geeks in every aspect of yes. our lives. Yes. And uh, I had very little uh, interaction with Star Trek, but I had rented at some point. Don't know why. But I did, if I can find it. Star Trek Starfleet Academy Starship Bridge Simulator, which is an awesome game. Awesome game for Super Nintendo. <clears throat> Get the sucker. And so that is about as much as I knew about Star Trek as I got from that game. And so I was like talking with you guys at one point and Star Trek came up and you were talking about Next Generation. And I was like, oh, okay, I know something about Star Trek. Who's the communications officer in, in Next Generation? And there really isn't one because that's a lot more of an old series type thing. Anyway, we got started talking about that, and you're like, oh, no, you got to watch Next Generation. It's awesome. And it was in syndication at that time. It, actually, 
I think this is literally right after Next Generation ended, so it was still really hot and in syndication, and so I could catch up five days a week on some Next Generation. Oh, and, yeah. And so I did, and I was like, this is awesome. And then, you know, Deep Space Nine and Voyager were new at that point, so we watched right. those. We, wa- we watched those together. We watched those live. Oh, yeah. No, we come over to the house. Man, we were geeks. Come over to the house, have a big party, be great. I watched the it original Friday series. Friday night, you know? Just, no, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. Anyway, watched the original right. series yeah. with my mom, watched some of Enterprise when I was in college, but... Um, yeah, no, it, it was because of you guys in, in middle school band. So Also, interestingly enough, why I got into Star Wars. Uh, but our, our, our mutual oh. friend, Michael, actually got me into Star Wars. I, I didn't know anything about it until and then. You guys got me into Star Wars, too, because I didn't watch Star Wars until I was in um, uh, high school. Me neither. I, well, I, I didn't watch it until I was in middle school. It, I was in eighth grade when I first saw it. <laughs> Dubious Gaming asks, Star Trek question, Dominion versus Borg, go. Oh, I love that question. That's a great question. Mm. I think you could legitimately make a case for either. I'm going to go Borg, though. I think the Borg are just so. And I don't mean Deep Space Nine neutered Borg. I'm sorry. uh, Voyager neutered Borg. What I mean is. I think the Borg are just so scary and disastrous. I think they would overwhelm uh, the Dominion, even with its, you know, overpowering kind of might. There really is a a reason why the Borg are the scariest. And I don't even mean scariest and like, ah, I mean like scariest, like the, the hand of God type enemy in Star yep. Trek. It's because they are freaking huge. I mean, Voyager did a lot to neuter the Borg, neuter the Borg. But when they're going through Borg space and you saw how massive that space was and how many drones oh. and ships they had, you're like, why do they only send one cube at the Federation? They send like three and Federation's kind of screwed. So, yeah. Anyway. Right. It, it was just kind of crazy and scary. But the Dominion was really awesome, and especially that they had all the intrigue. Another reason right. why Deep Space Nine was awesome, because you never knew who to trust because of the whole changeling thing. And the yeah, but you know what? Awesome. That in of itself is, is a great morality tale <clears throat> that I think Gene Roddenberry would love to have seen play out. <laughs> you know, the, the nature of slave relationships, this nature of control, right? I mean, it's. I think it was really, really cool and very well done. I think Gene Roddenberry would have loved that. So anyway, I'm continuing my point from from before. Okay, um, so I say Borg, you say Borg. Yes, I think okay. so. Legion fan seven 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 ask question favorite between Data and Spock. A lot of Star Trek questions. Today. Data. I'm going Data as well. Got I love Spock. I really do love Spock, but Data is just awesome. And Brent Spiner, you know. Might not. I, I don't know anything about the cat other than that he played Data, but I love oh. what he did with that character. I thought you were talking about Spot at first when you said cat yeah. and Data. Oh, sorry. sorry. Um, yep, yeah, Data's awesome. Uh, plus, he's fully functional in multiple techniques. Yeah. He is. Uh, Luigi. Oh, thanks, Luigi, for joining. Luigi. Um, what video game ending would you change? Man, that's a tough one. Wow. By the way, I haven't finished Bioshock Infinite, so don't ask me that yet. Don't tell me what happens. Oh, well, you see. I would say... I've never played Mass Effect 3, so I can't say that one. Yeah, I can't say... Well, then, I mean, they, they did kind of change that, so... Right. Mm. Um, there are a lot of old games where, you know, there wasn't really a question. There wasn't really an ending? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. It, 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 didn't, it didn't really go toward anything besides you win and that i think was kind of upsetting mm-hmm. as it were mm-hmm. i probably changed that a little bit um symphony of the night 
when you actually got to the real solid ending was kind of disappointing. The journey was the the experience in Symphony of the Night. I don't mind telling you that. Um, as much as I love Illusion of Gaia, and I actually do like the ending, it does make me a bit sad in a way. Spoiler alert, like, plug your ears for the next 30 seconds or so if you haven't uh, played Illusion of Gaia, but it's like, you've played it, haven't you? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. And uh, it's like... Uh, <laughs> The, the two protagonists are like on this comet above the earth and they beat the bad guy and then it's like ah good now the earth can develop as it should and watch as you know eons pass and like the whole earth like just goes on and then it becomes modern day and then they're sent down there but they don't remember who mm. they are and things like that and it's like that's it's like everything they knew is gone and it's like it's kind of a dark game in a lot of ways but uh that's yeah, a good one yeah CDI Zelda is a great one. I would definitely change that ending. Um, I won. I won. No, you didn't. I won. No, you didn't. You stupid piece of garbage. Anyway, <laughs> Guardian Legend asks, which is your favorite TV series of Star Trek? Uh, Next Generation. Yeah, I'd say Next Generation Nine, as well. Deep Space Nine is a close, close second. And, and in reflection... In the year 2013, Deep Space Nine is probably a better, better series. It does. Yeah. Next Generation is starting to show its age, especially yeah. with the carpet in the, on the bridge and the wood paneling. And the wood green. Yeah, yeah, the wood green. A little bit. And the hairstyles. Definitely the hairstyles. Yeah. Some, some late 80s hairstyles going on there. All right. So let's see. Uh, Anatory Lizard. Not being a major Star Trek geek, so there might be a reason for it that I don't know. But outside of recognition... Why are the new movies using Kirk and crew instead of using someone new? Would you, in other words, would you rather have seen or would you have preferred a, a totally new crew for the movie instead of a reboot? Meow, meow. It, really, I think that's Cooper. Cooper has a strong opinion. He thinks apparently. meow. Yes. Uh, I can't agree with that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I totally disagree with that. But uh, really, uh, recognition is why. They did it. You know, people are going to be like, oh, everyone knows Kirk. Everyone knows of Kirk, at least, you know. Yes. People who don't know anything about Star Trek know they know Kirk. They know Beam Me Up Scotty. They know, you know, uh, he's dead Jim, things like that, which yep. is why all those catchphrases are in the movie, too. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, and that's why I think I think it's good that they did reboot those characters, not just because of the recognition, but because, again, the, the task was to placate all the people that know and love Star Trek, but gain a new audience. And there was no way to do that. Both of those things better than having the original crew. Yes. So um, I'd love to see a new crew, but no, just wouldn't have been the same. It couldn't have worked. No. Uh, Scribble Not Hatch oh. asks, are either of you guys aware of the live stream where Itoi and Sakurai played Earthbound? I am not. not. Why do I not know about this? I don't well, know. You about wouldn't that. care, but yeah, I, I don't think would. it would crap. But whatever. Um, I need bop, a link. Bop, bop. Did you say mbop? No, I was actually making a vocal hedge there by oh, nice. trying to cover the fact that I don't know what the next question will be. Nice, nice use of your vocabulary. Nerd power trash. Three thousand points. Anyway. Oh well, look at that. I'm in the lead all of a sudden. Hey man, I love your show and watch it no matter what. Well, thank you. Nerd power trash. I'm sorry. Her power Tash. Listen to me. I'm turning, now he eats us and never wants to see it again. That's Lynn's um, sanity. Hey, man. Love your show and watch it no matter what. I've never seen any Star Trek stuff and have no idea where to start. What should, I, what should I, a Star Trek virgin, start with to get into them? Great question. It's funny because a lot of people are asking this with Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I and I just bring this up because it's like there's 50 years of Doctor Who, more or less. Yeah. And it's just it's just a huge amount. So a lot of people are getting into it with the modern series, and it's like I'd like to get started with the old stuff. Where do I go? And I don't right. know. I'm not the one to ask, but I've looked some of this stuff up, and the answer sure. is there's tons of places you could you could do, you could go you could go from the very beginning and run all the way through. But a lot of people don't recommend that, and I don't recommend that for Star Trek either. Here's what I'd say. I would start with the third season of Next Generation, and go for as long as you please there. At least three or so seasons yeah you might as well just run through it and then go on to deep space nine and then yeah i think conversely you could probably also just start with deep space nine and be very happy with star trek you could uh, you could but i, I think but there's I more I, essence of star trek in next generation yeah and i don't think i'd start with the original series and i i definitely wouldn't start with voyager or enterprise um start either with with deep space mm-hmm. nine or start with you know like like you're saying you know that that, that first two seasons of, of next generation are really kind of rehashing a lot of old plots from the first series. I would just kind of start with that third season. It's, it's, it's pretty damn good. So something else I'll note: Mr. K is saying he regrets the day he met Brent Spiner because it blew his idealized version. Yeah. And, see, and, I'm, I'm, I'm not down with that. I'm not even going to think about it. I just, that's, that's just data. I do follow him on Twitter and he has some entertaining things to say, but whatever. Sure. Yeah. But that's a somewhat, that's yeah. that's that's the always the frightening thing about meeting celebrities in real life is that you never know. I'm always a little oh. nervous about that because like, is this person going to be a dick? So luckily, this means nothing to you. I got to uh, somewhat meet um, Rory from Doctor Who fairly oh, recently, right. and he was okay. really nice, and that made me happy. Okay, so there you go. I, I want to meet people from Game of Thrones. I'm so jealous because like no one knows them right now. So like they're all just walking around in Britain, and all these people just find them, and they're like, "Hey, I took a picture with Brienne of Tarth today." It's like I want to meet Brienne of Tarth. Did I ever tell you about how, this? Is completely off topic now. Did I ever tell you how I had a coworker who came across um, uh, Michael Emerson in the streets no. of New York City, and no. had his wife, and had had him take a picture with his wife, and he was completely that cool. is awesome. Yeah, because they, they were like him and his wife were looking at a in a store window, and then he yeah. just kind of looks over and he sees he's like, oh my god, that's did, Ben, that's Ben from Lost. Yeah, did he and, like look at her creepily, like? <laughs> no well probably but he like looks over he's like oh god it's ben from lost he's like but i don't know his real name you don't want to go like hey you're ben from lost yeah, you know right actors probably get sick of that so he like looked him up on his iphone and he's like uh, michael emerson hey mr emerson do you mind if i dig it and so it was, that's yeah. awesome Apparently he was really cool see phone and and what i learned today is I that did meet cell phones do serve a purpose that was the one purpose all right uh the beer ninja asked what food product would you bring back we might both have the same answer for this one. Dr. Smooth? Dr. Smooth. I would go, but you know what I'd go with? I'm going with Crystal Pepsi. Oh. Uh. Crystal Pepsi was good. It was really good, folks. You need to check that out. It would never survive in a sugar-free world that we live in today, but it was very, very good. Didn't survive in the sugary world that we had before, so. Um, let's see. I'm going to say Dr. Smooth in all seriousness because... And this is this is this was something local to Harris Teeters in the late '90s, and it was like Dr Pepper, but way better. And we would yeah. drink that stuff while watching Star Trek: D Space Nine and uh, Voyager episodes. Totally, yes. Sonic Rose, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a a question about. I think this is this is a great one. Best Star Trek theme. Oh, time. that's a good one. What a great question. That's a good one. I don't. I mean, I don't disappoint. But really, it was it was her that asked the question, so I'm not going to take credit for it. Not the first one, obviously. You know what? I think the Enterprise theme gets a lot of flack. I actually like it. 
Yeah, I, I, I like it. It's a little too Firefly for my taste, but uh, it's okay. Uh, the Firefly suck? theme sucks. You, you suck, and you get negative 10,000 points. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> you just don't like the non-resolution uh, in, in it. It's the worst. It's the worst theme ever. The best is going to be, I have to say... Um, I like Faith of the Heart, Dubious Gaming. I find your claim dubious. I'm going to say... Uh, Let's go to dinner. Yeah, I did. It was good. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say... I get two points. I really like the theme from First Contact. I was just singing it before, the, we before talking, the show started. I, th I thought we were talking about the the series themes only, no? Well, I mean, the, the series theme for Next Generation is really just the ending of the first Star Trek movie that you hate so much. I, it does kind of suck. But that's Jerry Goldsmith is... is, is hate you right now because you just dissed all over his movie where he wrote the greatest probably the greatest Star Trek theme that was used for a TV show ever which is so the next that's generation. what you're saying is next generation that's what you're saying I'm saying in terms of TV shows it's got to be next generation Ugh. and really when I say next generation I mean the theme that became next generation because the ending to the first Star Trek movie where you get to see the, the wonderful grandeur and splendor of that theme is just phenomenal Okay. I'm going in order from my least favorite to my most favorite. So the original's at the bottom. I think just because I don't like it. And then we're getting into the territory of ones that I like. Like you'd hit the button and it would play the whole theme. Yes. So I had this watch. This is a quick story for all you guys. I had this watch that I hit the button and it would play the theme from the original Star Trek. Okay. Now, how embarrassing would that be if your watch was going off in the middle of class? Well, Despite the fact that, really, if I bent the wrong way, if I just put my arm like this, it would go off. Sometimes I had to just sit there and like cover it up. These jerks would just sit there all through band and try their best just to distract me so they could hit the button so they would go off in the middle of class. It would be like so this. It was, yeah. No, it wasn't anything like that. But it was very, very embarrassing. Anyway, go ahead. Worst, worst to best. Um, Original series. Enterprise. No, no, no. I was going to say original what? series, then Deep Space Nine. What? Deep yeah. Space Nine's theme is awesome. I didn't say it was bad. It's just my fourth favorite. That's ridiculous. No. Then, then, um, then I'm going to say, wow, this is going to, okay, this is going to hurt a little. Voyager. Yeah, because you're wrong. No, no. That's why it hurts. Then I'm saying Voyager. That's very Voyager good. actually has a pretty good theme. It's, it's very nice. Yeah. Then... Enterprise, but the original version, not the one that they kind of jazzed up with some yeah. guitar. That, uh, that was unnecessary. I still think you're out of your cut. Then next generation. Okay, no, it's just, the best. You're just you're wrong, and you should accept that. Why Mr. Doesn't, Mailbag. Why doesn't the Commodore have a cat? The Commodore hates cats oh. and and hopes that they would be all eradicated from the face of the earth. But Cooper loves you. Cooper does have a real cat face. He does. If I were if I were to save a cat, I would save Cooper. Okay, I'll give him to you. Uh, the Commodore is a dog person. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Mr. Mailbag asks, rank these Star Trek shows best to worst based on the hottest female character presence. Whoa, what? Okay. Original, TNG, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise. So of all the, 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 the shows, rank them according we're to going, the hottest female presence. We're going full sexist Go. here? Um, We've already been racist. You've yeah. already been sexist. That's Lynn saying. Might as well just go ahead and continue the pattern. <clears throat> worst to best? Best uh, to worst. Best to worst. Let's do best to worst. Best. Best? 
I guess we're talking about main cast, right? Yes. Main cast. Voyager, based solely off of Seven of Nine. Um, Next Generation, based mostly off of Crusher. Oh, that's a weird choice. Okay, all right, go ahead. Yeah, feisty right. redheads. Yeah. Um, then, then I'm gonna go Deep Space Nine, mostly because of Dax. And then I'm gonna go Enterprise, mostly because of um, Hoshi. To Paul? Nope. Oh. And then uh, original Hoshi, Hoshi, yeah, Hoshi. I go with To Paul though. I like To Paul. Anyway, uh, uh, I'm gonna say. Yeah, you're, you number one's probably actually I you know oh no 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 I'm not I'm not going to vote against Jerry Ryan Voyager no. wins yes second I'm going to go Deep Space Nine because of um, Kira no uh, Terry Farrell I thought you were going to say Morn no <laughs> I I love her so much I love I love Terry Farrell I I wish that she would just see the light and realize that she needs to be with me for the rest of my life she's like seventy eight now. I don't. I don't. I don't. The thing about it is, I don't care. Okay, uh, just love her. Anyway, I would say that number two, number three would probably be. Uh, I probably put Enterprise there because I, I do like to Paul. She's pretty hot. Hmm. Um, you skipped Next Generation, really? I'm gonna put Next Generation fourth. Wow. Uh, and my mine would probably be of the original cast. I'd probably th- I think Deanna's the hottest. And then I probably for the original track. I mean, there really is only. It's uh, really only. Um, uh, yeah, Uhura. I'm, yeah, but I'm trying to think of a real name, which is very Nichelle interesting. Nichols. Nichelle Nichelle Nichols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, not that I don't like her. I think. But she's there awesome. was like a Kirk girl every week, so that's, yeah. there's that too. Total. Anyway. That's the whole point. All right, cool. Eh. Let's see here. All right, let's let's uh, let's let's speed the sucker up. So Dragon Chi asks. In a future JJ, so JJ track, mm-hmm. what mysterious alien force would you like to see? Akin something to maybe V'ger or the whale ship. And he puts a sigh before a whale ship because, as we all know, <laughs> Star Trek for the Voyage Home is the worst no, Star Trek film you ever are made. Ridiculous. Come on. Hello. Hello, computer. Computer. Hello. Come yeah, on. Okay, that's funny. Uh, listen, you know what else? Like freaking Freddy Got Fingered had a funny moment in it. It doesn't mean it's no, a great it did movie. not. There were no yes. funny moments in Freddy Got Fingered. Yes. That it has I at hate least you. One funny moment in it. No, that is incorrect. <laughs> Would you like some sausage? That wasn't funny. No, it's funny. that was That's terrible. All right, go. Anyway, it doesn't make it a good movie, and that does not make Star Trek Four a good movie. Go. I'm gonna go with Red Mage. I think Borg would be interesting in this universe. Yeah, it's good meeting point. the original cast that would definitely throw people for a loop. Crazy. Maybe bring him back to scary a bit. Yeah, I. But I. I would like to see. I'd like to see Q make an appearance, but maybe as Q two. Or Q three. Wait, what? You want the? You want? So it would have to be a different actor, of course. It would be a different actor, obviously. It wouldn't be. Um, John it wouldn't Delancey. be. Yes, it wouldn't be John Delancey, who we we know and love. Or his son um, Keegan. I would have to. I would have to say. I'd, I'd like a Q character to appear. I think that would be really cool. Uh yes. Although I think it would be too heady for people now. I don't think that would ever happen in one of the new movies. It's too kind of religious. They would shy away from that. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Commodore what? is a big dumb for thinking Freddy had a single sensible chuckle. See, It has a single sensible chuckle. I just don't think that's deniable. Anyway, whatever. No. Okie dokie. 
Um, 2D2 Will asks, speaking of whose line is it anyway, are you looking forward to the reboot? Yes. Ryan Colin Wayne, Laura Hall, and Linda Taylor. Aisha Tyler is the new host. I love Aisha Tyler. Wow. I Jeez. I like it. See on the eyes. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, good moves getting, I mean, they really can't get Drew Carey back because he's still busy with Prices Right all the freaking time. But um, Were Aisha Tyler <clears throat> to be on Next Generation? I'd have voted Next Generation up there. I, I think she's a fine-looking woman. She would have been, what, like 10? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're sick. I, will, I would have been 8. That to that's, that's totally appropriate. So terrible. You would be on all the pedo lists. Because I was 8 and had a crush on a 10-year-old? Yes. I, I, then I'm probably in a lot of... You obviously yes. don't understand how the law works, my friend. Okay. Yes, I don't. <laughs> Red Mage. Keeping with the sci-fi theme, other than Star Trek, your favorite sci-fi series... TV series, I guess? Uh, yep. Yeah, that would make sense. Wow. Ooh. I'm going to say Twilight Zone. Favorite ever Twilight Zone. Uh, I, I say, haven't seen all of Battlestar Galactica, so I, I, I can't uh, speak to what? that. What? I haven't seen it all. I know. Just saying. Man. I'm trying to put ideas in your head. I'm going to say Battlestar. I'm going to say Battlestar because there were just really amazing episodes in that, and it was all really tight. <laughs> um, it's toit like a toiger. Toit like a toiger. Uh, Stargate was great. Um, yes. Really funny. I actually haven't seen an episode of Stargate in a long time. I kind of want to pick that the back up. The Fargate! For all of you that love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, Stargate was really good. And of course, Firefly is awesome too. I think Firefly, Firefly be before Stargate sucks so much. You haven't even it's not seen even it. Close. It's awful. You haven't seen it. Next. I hate you. Um, our, our very, Universe very got good, good at the end. Anyway, sorry. Our, our, our best, one of our best of friends from the Clan of the Grey Wolf, Pushing Up Roses, has a question Aww. to ask us. Inquiry. You should see Battlestar. Because Pushing Life. Up Roses could never just simply ask a question. Inquiry. Uh, inquiry. Ooh, game that, related, the prisoner inspired, is good. Game-related, comma, inspired tattoos. Yes or no? Cool or cliche? Totally cliche. It's awful. Why would anyone ever do that? Oh, stop it. You're pandering now, and I don't like when you're pandering. <laughs> so I'm going to say, you know. I'll, hate boner. Hate boner. <laughs> I'm just reading what Beer Ninja says. Um, I would say, I, I actually think they're pretty cool. I, I'd say, I, I grew up most of my life vehemently hating tattoos. I kind of think they're pretty cool now. Now, you know, I've seen some people that are just decked, like sleet, like just decked. Decked. And even if you did all that with, you know, like, like, let's say somebody made a, um, a full like halo suit that was a tattoo. I'm not down with that, man. I don't think that's cool. But, you know, if you, if you find, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily the most, I, I'm not very artistic, so I don't really think of inspired, inspired tattoos, but a cool game tattoo, that is a definite turn on. I, I, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's a cool chick. Yeah, not fair. I'm not a fan of the tattoos. Okay. Fair enough. And now pushing up roses is no longer our friend. No, okay, she knew great. that. We got a lot of roses uh, in the chat. What? Just, just saying. Just saying we got a lot of roses in the chat. Yeah, you know, roses roses are red. Violets are blue. Sugar is sweet. Um, give me money. Give me money. <laughs> um, Pond Life. Man, this is getting really sexist. Should I even read this one? Yes. Okay. Which character from Mad Men would you do first? Wow, that is on the nose. And, and and little little do they know that they are really stoking the fires here because you and I have debated this. We have. Time and time again. We have. 
So let's let's re-engage here and and show the people how wrong you are. First, you... let's make it a little more PG and see which character from Mad Men do we find most attractive. Oh well, that's different. Number one is Don Draper. Okay, that's a fine-looking man. No, he's not. He's not. Sorry. <laughs> It's not that. I mean, here's why I like Don Draper. I like Don Draper because he's just kind of like a regular guy. He's like an he's like an everyman's man. Don Draper. I see him. I see him with his shirt off. He doesn't like have a six pack. Cooper he makes me feel crap. better about myself. You know, like I walk up. I'm like, yeah, I can do. I can, I can. Surely I can do that. You are messed Come in on. the head. What's Don Draper got that I don't got? Nothing. Nothing. Anyway, go ahead. I hate you. Yes, you broke my brain. Well, all right. It's really no choice. It's Christina Hendricks. Yeah, and you're just you're just sad, pathetic, and wrong. I love Christina Hendricks. I love, love, love her. I love her. I think she's awesome. She's great in the show. I think she's an uh, awesome actress. But she's not the most attractive person on Mad Men. You're so. Uh, the most attractive person on the on Mad Men is probably my most attractive person on the face of the earth, and that is the one, the only Allison Brie. Uh, Allison Brie is amazing and Allison Brie is also kind of a geek so she's also apparently a nymphomaniac listen what I'm just, what I'm just saying no seriously have you read anything about her yeah I have yes I try to ignore that and just pretend <clears throat> she's she is a close second but come on Christina Hendricks is voluptuous and Allison Brie is voluptuous too just in a classical sense what no yes. no Christina Hendricks yes. is the classical sense no. to a T she no, she's not a classical no, 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 Christina, Christina Hendricks That's my makes brain. Marilyn Monroe look thin. I, That's not voluptuous in the classical you sense. You cut me Art. to the quick, sir, and I challenge you to pistols at dawn. Okay, let's I'll, do it. As long as, <laughs> as, long as, as, long, as long as Allison Brie is there, I'll, I'll do whatever you ask. Okay, it's Christina Hendricks, Allison Brie second. Close second, but a special consideration to Peggy Olson. I knew you were going to say that, you asshole. Why? She, no, no, no. Because I had a crush on her when in the early '90s when she was in the reboot, or not the reboot, but well, yeah, kind of the reboot of Escape to Witch Mountain. And I was like, ooh, she's cute. And then later yeah. I found out that she was on Mad Men. I was like, oh my god, it's that same girl. So yeah, it is the same girl, isn't it? I, I you know, I'm into Peggy Olson. Yeah, you know. I, uh, Megan's got the grill issue. I don't know. Yeah. That's a thing, and. The... All right, maybe maybe you're right. Thank you. I don't know. All right, cool. Also, Don um, Draper. Next. Let's do three more. Let's do three more. Three more. Um, <laughs> Peggy, what? Peggy's in a period cramps commercial? Oh, that's cool. I got to see that. that <laughs> that's Lynn Sanity. That, not because that would make her better in my eyes, but just I think that would be really funny to see I her. I know in she that. was in a Clearasil commercial like a decade ago, but I, I oh, that's That's hilarious. I did not know this. Anyway, uh, banana, banana yes, sneakers. Pond life. Any thoughts on Nintendo sending out content ID uh, claims on YouTube? Oh, I heard about Thus this. Starting taking the revenue for videos on of Nintendo games. Interesting gambit on Nintendo's part. I'm not sure where their end game is here. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, it makes me a little disturbed because I have a few Nintendo games up on the channel, but um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe you're next. Maybe. Well, you're getting lined up. We're not a big enough fish yet. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, again, I, I don't see where they're going with this. And 
it is building a lot of bad press already. So we'll see. Yeah, no. Disturbing. I, I, Distur Andy's right. It's disturbing. Yeah. So I, I, <clears throat> I think it sets a bad precedent, to be honest. I've read a little bit about it. I, I just, I, Nintendo, why did, did, did Nintendo not learn with all the things that they've done for anti-piracy for so, so long? And with all the protective measures they've taken to protect their games, why have they not learned that all they do is piss people off? <laughs> well, I just don't understand do. it. I don't, I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah. Not Mr. K, the one, the only Mr. K, K of Mr. asks, DuckTales Reloaded, what, your thoughts, oh, go. Totally excited getting it. Excited. Yeah, it, me too. And pe boat. people are complaining about how they're like throwing in story, like little story bits beforehand. Are you guys kidding? Yeah, come on. All people who are angry, that's awesome. They got Alan yeah. Young, who's like on. one foot in the grave. The man is like 94, and he came back to do Scrooge McDuck to do original voice acting with all the other original voice actors. You take that, and you like it. You. That is exactly right. My God, people. I'm excited. I love I love DuckTales, and I'm... I'm really hoping that they have a revamped moon theme in there because it's one of the yes. great songs. Love DuckTales. And, by the way, for our friend that's, that's buying the uh, console tomorrow, you should totally get DuckTales for NES. It's phenomenal. Oh, very good point. All right. Let's see. Everything else. Everybody else is kind of a repeat offender here, so I'm trying to think of which one I want to pick. Because right, uh, this is going to be the last question of the day. I'll have that. Let's see here. Yeah. Mm, I'll have that. <laughs> Um, here we go. My question, is my hair too short? Answer in, the, answer in the web zone right now if my hair is too short. The web zone with pizza rolls. I'll send you a pizza roll. Yeah, I'll send you a pizza roll. Okay, uh, 2D2Will asks a question that harkens back to the last Echo screen that apparently they missed. Oh. Thoughts on Nintendo not having a big press conference at E3? Uh, well, I won't be there, so I don't, I don't care so much. Uh, that's not the point, you jerk. That's not what he's asking. I am not balding. You shut your face, Mark. Anyway. You sh <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm not. Okay. Uh, I do have gray hairs. Oh, -ho! what's happened? That, yes. You're not, you're not that much older than me, though, so I better watch out. Anyway, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think for Nintendo, not, I think it's significant. I don't know what it's really going to mean, though. Nintendo, let's face it, guys. Nintendo's not part of the same industry anymore, man. They're playing a completely different game. God bless them. They've created it for, for themselves. They are in it, and I think they can be very successful in it. I just don't think... I think E3 is not the right platform for them anymore. I think it's the right move. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think in the uh, it, it avoids them from looking like having a bad conference when Sony and Microsoft are both going to be releasing consoles or not really... You know what I mean? Announcing officially their consoles at E3, and no matter what Nintendo does, they're gonna look bad in comparison. So why not just skip all that hoopla anyway? I think it's fine. Completely. Thing. Yep. No one's gonna care really in the end. I'm good. I'm glad. I think we've come to some good conclusions today. So we, we've 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 settled a lot of the the, the scores here. Uh, Picard is clearly the best captain. Um, you know, we, Next Generation is probably the best series until you look at the age factor, uh, where Deep Space Nine really shines. Um, for now. We, we saw a lot of those th those <clears throat> debates. Alison Brie is the, is the most wonderful woman in the entire world. Um, uh, other than that, you miss you mispronounced Christina Hendricks. No, I, I didn't. I, I said it completely appropriately correct. But I do think Christina Hendricks in a whiskey commercial is awesome. By the way, that's classic. And let me tell you, I'll I gotta buy that. that. 
I gotta get some of that. That's I, I that's uh, take a look at that one. Let me tell you. Hmm. I'll have that. Bingo. And with that, well, I think we'll wrap things up, folks. Hey, listen, you can get in contact with us in several ways. For those of you that uh, you know that, that watch us on clanofthegreywolf.com, that's phenomenal. But as Ruth said, we do have a YouTube channel. You should check that out. But also, you can follow us both on the Twitters. Mm -hmm. You can find me at, at It's the Commodore, all one word. This is where I have to check my actual uh, handle. Don't know your, you don't know what your Twitter name is? I really don't. Uh, I am uh, at... Rue underscore C-O-T-G-W. Clan of the Grey Wolf. In the web zone. In the web zones. Also, we have an official Clan of the Grey Wolf Twitter account, which sometimes, actually, it's going to be getting more activity. Uh, I've been talking to our web lackey, uh, Mark Chan of Con Bravo, and uh, he's, he's working on that. So, C-O-T-G-W, if you want to see the official Clan of the Grey Wolf Twitter. Speaking of yeah. Mark Chan. Yes. We will both be going, ostensibly, to Con Bravo in Correct. July. Which is very exciting. Yes. And let me get the exact dates for you. This is we are, uh, we are in we are invited to partake in the wonder that is Con Bravo. <clears throat> yes. Yes, thank you Andy. That is that is the uh, that is my Twitter's there. Um yes. Con Bravo, July 26th through 28th. That's a Friday through a Sunday. Uh and that is in uh Burlington, Ontario, which is uh, outside of uh Toronto. Uh, so have some fun, get some poutine, and come watch us do crazy things. Go to Tim Hortons. Okay, cool. I'm well, that sounds Tim good. Tim Hortons, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Very good. Well, we hope you have enjoyed the mega cast for not Star Trek, it, folks. Enough. I think we had a pretty good time today. Lots of lots of ground we covered. We went clearly way over the allotted time slot. But you got to do something like that. When you have something called the mega cast, you gotta go. You got to go all the way. You go bigger, you go home. So we did that today. We talked about a lot of things. We will have more shows to come. Rue, Thank tell you. the people when they can see us. Again, ostensibly, our next show will be June 5th. I say that because I may be in Wisconsin and we might not have a show. Wisconsin. Yes. Say it correctly. Wisconsin. And, and, Depen uh, that depends on my, on my day job. We'll see about that. Yes. Well, anyway, you know, we all, we, we'll get we, to that. We we'll let you know. We, yeah, we play second fiddle to our day jobs always. In any case, uh, you can see us generally on the first and third Wednesdays, Wednesdays of every month, as Rue said. And we would love to have you. So come on back, folks. Tell your friends. Let everybody know. Let us Follow us on you. the Twitters. Let us know there what, you, what you'd like to see as a, as a topic for the show. Let us know what you think. We want to know. And we'll have more interactive features like we did today where we might ask you guys to give us a question. I like that. Kind of freeform. Good way to go. Yeah. In any case, folks, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for watching. As always, I am the Commodore. Ding, ding. And with me, as always, is the wonderful Rue. We hope gems. you guys... Next video. Yeah, it, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. Don't worry. It's coming. We hope you guys life. have a wonderful, wonderful next couple weeks. And there is no reset button.
So, so there is no reset button. What the hell does that even mean, anyway? You see, the kids, the listen to the rap that gives them the brain damage. So they don't know what the jazz is all about. You see? You don't know either, do you? I have no idea. Okay. I really don't. Fair enough.